Okay, are you ready for the drum roll? This is the title of the homily, No Ordinary People. And we're gonna unpack that. But first, what I'd like you to think of is maybe think about somebody you dislike, maybe even despise them. You're divided from them or you're odds with them or you can't stand them or maybe you consider them an enemy. That can be in our own house, that can be in our own town, that can be on another continent somewhere. It might happen. I know I deal with these realities in my own heart and soul. And then juxtapose that now against Hail Mary, full of grace. And to think about this gift of Mary, who she is for us, the model of the church, full of grace and life, just flourishing. Nothing but that. She's the handmaid of the Lord. What does it mean to be the handmaid? The servant of the Lord's word. Whatever that word asks, she says yes. So she was given this fullness from conception, and she could have forfeited it. But we can come into that. We can come into that fullness, and that's exactly the goal of our lives and our existence, is that grace by our service to the word. Imagine that. Imagine sheer grace, nothing other than grace, that we would give that to everyone all the time. I guess that's called being a, a saint. And how we must live that gift of sheer goodness that Mary, as our model, showed us the way. There are no ordinary people. So we must live this grace understanding that there are no ordinary people. C.S. Lewis in his book, The Weight of Glory, I want to give you the quote. It's like one of the most delicious quotes I've ever been around. Deep, challenging, and but right at the heart and the core of what it means to be a Christian. Here's the quote. It is a serious thing to live in a society of possible gods and goddesses. To remember that the dullest, most uninteresting person you can talk to may one day be a creature which, if you saw it now, you would be strongly tempted to worship. Or else a horror or, and a corruption such as you now meet, if at all, only in a nightmare. All the day long we are, in some degree, helping each other to one or the other of these destinations. It is in the light of these overwhelming possibilities, it is with the awe and circumspection proper to them that we should conduct all of our dealings with one another, all friendships, all loves, all play, all politics. There are no ordinary people. You have never talked to a mere mortal. Nations, cultures, arts, civilizations, these are all mortal. And their life is to ours as the life of a gnat. But it is immortals whom we joke with, work with, marry, snub, and exploit. Immortal horrors are everlasting splendors. If we pray the Our Father, which we do every Mass, and I often ask who's Father, and you say, our Father, if we pray that sincerely and truthfully, our divisions and oppositions 
must be overcome. They have to be overcome. The baptized cannot pray to our Father without bringing before him all those he gave his beloved son. We have to bring everybody, everyone, before the cross of Christ and pray for them and want for them that. God's love knows no bounds, neither should our prayer. God's care for all men and creation should extend our prayer to the full breath of love. Isn't that beautiful? To be extended to the full breath of God's love. God breathing on us all, each moment of our existence. And it's never not there. Our prayer should extend to that full breath of God's love whenever we dare to pray the Our Father. Here's a challenge. Each person you encounter as an eternal being, they are made in the image of God. There are no ordinary people. You have never talked to a mere mortal. What a weight and invitation to be full of grace. Amen.